bumps, mini bump. This is a mini episode where we look at R.L. Stein Apocrypha, including his much, much lauded work as a jokester. As a jokester. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Danielle. That's a good call. That is right. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I'm JoJo. I have a PhD. Oh, yeah, I have a PhD also. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hey, Jeff. Thank God it's a mini bump. <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm also, I have been known to be quite the jokester myself. <laughs> I got a C in conduct for a number of years during grade school. Oh. So um, R.L. Stein used to, it didn't just write a bunch of scary stuff. There was a time in the Halcyon days of, I guess, the 70s. Yeah. yeah, is that is that where we're... Where he wrote a series of joke books under the pen name Jovial Bob Stein. Which is the most appealing name that I've ever heard. If I saw that and I was looking for jokes, I'd be like, this dude knows what's up. Yeah, if I, if I had to make a, a, a purchase for a joke book based purely on the name of the author and not the name of the book... I'd be like, well, this guy's jovial. Yeah, it's jovial. Yeah. We have two books that we have procured sections of to share with you. Um, one is a hundred and one vacation jokes, which already I'm on board. I mean, there's like, always been a need for this. Yeah, I'm wondering how much of that involves airplanes. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> and the second one is, uh, I think, tips on how to be funny. It is a a good resource for if you're an up and coming jokester like Jovial Bob. Uh, to kind of get to where he is at. Okay, but those wait, aren't the wait, only. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Ask me what it takes to be a good comedian. Danielle, Timing. Fuck all of you. <laughs> Fuck all of you. I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm officially out now. So I just want to name, uh, give you a couple other names of books we're not going to discuss today, but I just want you to have like a nice selection of titles to work from. Mm -hmm. um, some other nonfiction from Jovial Bob Stein includes Blips, the first book of video game funnies. <gasps> Why are we not? Oh reading that? shit! Why did you get that? Yeah. The Cool Kids Guide to Summer Camp. Oh my god! Miami Mice. <laughs> I, that one is more cryptic. I'm not quite sure what to expect out of that one. Uh, Pig's Book of World Records. Um. Uh, Pork and Beans Play Date. He has a thing for pigs. Yeah, and then also, just in case you were wondering, did he just do joke books? No, he also did movie novelizations. Of what? What? Ghostbusters 2 Storybook, Spaceballs The Book. What? I love that. And Big Top Pee Wee. Are you shitting R. L. me? R.L. Stein as Jovial Bob Stein has had his fingers in so many... All the pies. But until he created his own Marvel Cinematic Universe. This motherfucker been everywhere. So, how to be funny. <laughs> Jeff, what is it? <laughs> it is a resource. It is a resource it is, book. It is a... Uh, so we're meant to use, have, have our copies of How to Be Funny should be highly dog-eared after yes. years of constant Highlighted reference. and dog-eared. Highlighted, dog-eared. It's got all the citations you need within the book itself. Hell yeah. Uh, it is very much... It is instructional and it is also full of lists of things to do to be funny, but also uh, things to not do. And also how to work in specific situations. It's sort of like a how-to guide before WikiHow. Is this like a how to like be funny in bars when everyone's drunk kind of thing? How to be funny when you're eating dinner with your parents. How to be funny at school. And, but it also has some very, some very like, don't do this. 
or don't do that. Like he's learned. Yeah. Jovial Bob is sharing his years of training. I've pulled up a page in this. Oh yes. Uh, Danielle. Yes. And I think you have this chapter one, test yourself. How funny are you? Oh God. Oh Jesus. Now, before we begin now, now listen, before we begin our funniest lessons, it's important to find out how much instruction you need. Perhaps you are already pretty funny and you'll need to brush up on your chimpanzee imitation a bit. Perhaps you are somewhat funny. What but is you, it? Chimpanzee? What? what? Hang on. Perhaps you are funny, but you need to get more wrist action into your jokes because jokes are all in the wrists. Oh, I see. That's uh, funny. Or maybe you truly are a beginner and should start with something simple, such as falling down a flight of stairs and landing <laughs> on your head. <laughs> I mean, he's getting us. Now, now, hold on. Now, now, this test will show you how much help you desperately need. Oh, uh, part one, recognizing a joke. Here are three items. One of them is a joke. Item one, fire, help, fire. <laughs> Item two, help, police, I'm being robbed. <laughs> Item three, boy, am I glad to come out of the snoo. And then someone else says, snoo? What's snoo? And the first person goes, nothing. What's snoo with you? <laughs> Good test. That was unadulteratedly terrible. Yes, that was, that was just pure... Bad. Corn. So is this book meant to be like I obviously it's not meant to be serious, but is the whole book a satire on the idea yeah, is of it all- <laughs> communicating how to be funny? Is it all making fun of itself? Well let me let me share with you another passage that maybe will um give you the answer you're looking for. Okay. okay. So part of being funny is uh which we all know, uh recognizing nonsense words. Oh we do. <laughs> to be funny, you must have a large vocabulary of silly words. <laughs> Here are a list of 10 words. Carefully hidden in this list are four nonsense words that aren't real words at all. Oh, boy. You find the fake words. And I just want to say the copy of the book that I was able to procure was owned by somebody who took it so seriously that the actual words are are circled. Oh, that makes me happy. Oh, my God. Somebody use this. Somebody out there use this in the way that Jovial Bob intended. God bless that Judging person. by the handwriting, it was probably an adult. Oh, where is that person now? So here are some, here are some, in no particular order, uh, words that may be nonsense words or real words. First word, uh, homogenized. That is real. That's Second real. word, esoteric. That's real. real. That's real. Third word, hypothesis. That's real. real. Yeah. Fourth word, bloopagogly. <laughs> real. Real. Real? Fifth word, so real. bleepagolip. Sixth word, creep creep. That should be a word. That sounds like it's a word. Yeah. Sixth word, gloop gloop. <laughs> Fifth, seventh word, redundant. I'm noticing a pattern. Eighth word, sophistry. sophistry. And uh, ninth word, um, panacea. That's real. That's, um, that's bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Who is this for? It, this is for kids. Yeah, this is for kids. So In we teens? have to... I would say not for teens. I think it's for younger kids. Like I'd say like up until like junior high at the most. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have to cut a little slack in that arena, but so for kids, kids and tweens. Yeah. Think that those words are what the heads that were floating and gibbering in the haunted mask. Is that what they were saying? That's where this there's this is a shared universe between how to be funny joke book and the goosebumps. Oh my god, you guys, everything is connected. The next the next page after that one you just mentioned, Jeff, is part four, matching straight lines and punchlines. Oh how, wow. How good are you putting jokes together? Oh my straight lines, otherwise known as the serious part. Have it separated <laughs> from the punchlines, the funny part. Is it though? 
put the jokes back together by writing the number of the correct punchline next to each other. So um, here's the straight line, Danielle. What has four legs and wears two gloves? Okay. Four legs and two gloves. What's your guess? That would be a mitten dog. (laughs) (laughs) The correct answer was number four. Two baseball shortstops. That sucks. That's not one thing. It's two, <laughs> that's two <Yeah>. people. <laughs> um, what do you get when you cross an ostrich with an ostrich? Jeff, you want to hazard a guess? Is it going to be an ostrich? <laughs> the correct answer is five. Nothing. What's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> now, wait. We're assuming, this is what's written in there by the person who owned the book, so this may not be the correct <laughs> answer. <laughs> Might not be correct. It is in red. I like their um, answer. <laughs> what's the difference between a raisin and a Red Sox fan? A raisin and a Red Sox fan. Yeah. The answer that this person gave was two. One has red lips and the other sings tenor. What? What the <laughs> fuck? Now, there's there's one other part of this that I'd like to bring up. I think at one point in this book, I started trying to give practical advice on being funny. Um, so, you like, mean he was serious? Yeah. Like, if you're in trouble, what's a funny thing to say if you're in trouble? Oh, to get out of trouble? Oh, boy. So, here's some excuses when you're in big trouble, excuses to avoid it, to avoid if at all possible. So um, these are things. So Danielle, if you if you did a bad, yeah, 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 I'm, this is what you could say. This is what to you get tell the cops. I know I'm late. I took a shortcut, so I guess you were late to something. Wait, um, what? How was I to know that five candy bars don't make a well balanced lunch? They were different kinds. I have said that. You have said that. I have said that. You said that. Uh, um. I only wanted to scare him. That one's kind of Or <laughs> I yeah, only a, wanted uh-huh. to scare her. Or I only wanted to scare it. You should have told me not to accept dares. Okay, first of all, those excuses will not work. They won't work in any context. There's one that's very creepy on here. It's the second to the last one. I didn't mean to take her doll, tear its head off, and paint its skin blue. It was an accident. Whoa, that that's is a very book. specific. But here's what's really wild is after this, there are questions to review. One of them is list the six funniest items to pad your jeans with just before getting a spanking. So this is definitely for children. This is absolutely bonkers. Whoa. Do you think someone got this and was like happy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, well, because it's not by R.L. Stein, though. Exactly. If this was an R, if this was like a book that was just a side gig by R.L. Stein. and I, I just got to wonder, books. like, well, I wonder how popular this was. I think I could see this, like, remember, like, in grade school, you would check out, like, Wayside high, uh, School. Yeah. But those are, like, stories. Those are far out stories or sideways stories. They are sideways stories. I they think are very this tries sideways. to be in the same vein of, like, wackiness for kids. It's... I could see a kid getting this and, well, someone got it and wrote in it. Yeah, someone liked it. Someone had to get it. Wasn't us. As an eight-year-old, I would have enjoyed this and I would have taken it seriously. I would have been like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna circle these. I'm going to follow these rules. And this, is how I, this is how I'm funny. Little Jokesters, Little Dennis the Menaces loved this book. Loved it. Oh, my God. So, so that's how to be funny. That's how to be funny. And now that you now that we know that, let's use our <laughs> let's use our funny skill set on another one of Jovial Bob's books. Okay. A hundred and one vacation jokes. Fucking what? <laughs> this is just a lot of This is this is more than what you think because this is very now I I gotta say, I owned a joke book. Oh when I was a kid. shit, I just loaded one up. <laughs> 
So let, let me let you know, this book is not just one-liner jokes. As you deep, as you dive deeper into it, there are more complicated concepts that Jovial Bob goes into. Intriguing. <laughs> more mature themes. <laughs> There's a lot of layers, like an onion. You got um, me. Danielle, mm-hmm. this is from the big book of vacation jokes. Okay. One-on-one vacation jokes. From Don't Jovial leave Bob. home without these jokes. Yeah. Don't leave home about these. <laughs> They're as important as your keys and your insulin. Do not forget these jokes. Danielle, yes. where did the other chicken... Hold on. <laughs> I need a second because now I'm in a universe where there's an additional chicken. I don't remember. Also, no setup for a lot of these no jokes. Setup. Okay. <laughs> nope. Nope. No setup. Where, where did the other chicken... Okay. Go on her vacation. <laughs> There's a first chicken that we've already been over, obviously. So don't worry about that one. Just think about the th- other chicken went to Florida. Close. I'm so sad that that was close because that was not funny at all. To Sandy Ego. No. What? That was just wow awful. The pun, wow! Yeah. How long did it take to think of that? Um, here, hold on. This is this is a good one. Why did the leopard have a lousy vacation? <laughs> because he lost his spots. Close. He just couldn't find the right spot. <laughs> it's pretty good. So there are some there. Those are some one line funny funny. Funny, funny, dad, funny, funny jokes, and then as you go deeper into the book, it gives you more, more setups, okay, more different yeah. structures to the jokes, um, conversations between people. Sally, we went to France on our vacation. I'm so glad I wasn't born there. Susie, why? Sally, I can't speak French. Oh my god, that's so fucking my fucking guts, dude. I have this one that I actually kind of like, Josh. Do you know why the Statue of Liberty stands in New York Harbor? Why? Because it can't sit down. That's true. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> listen, guys. Listen, guys. I need you to quickly put your hands on your sides because they're about to split the fuck apart. Um, airline clerk, you missed your plane. Upset passenger. Yes, I did. Airline clerk, by how much did you miss it? Upset passenger. I missed it by one minute. Airline clerk, well... Why are you so excited? The way you're carrying on, I thought you missed it by at least an hour. Is that a joke? What? Is there more? Don't worry. In two days, your sides are going to split right the <laughs> fuck apart and you'll die. Pam, uh-oh. I just swallowed a roll of film. The doctor, don't worry. Nothing serious can develop. Ah. Uh. <laughs> These are such dead. Hold on, jokes. hold on. There will be 56 straight days of sunshine, not a single drop of rain, until the morning you and your family leave for your vacation. Oh, well. That's okay. A, that's a joke. It was in a joke book, it was. Hey, uh, what's a witch's favorite vacation spot? Uh, brewery? Yeah. Brewery. Witch Ita. Mm. There's nothing to do there. This is a classic case of R.L. Stein, who has been quoted in an interview saying that he starts with the end and works his way back. Yes. Wichita. He, he, Fuck! <laughs> he went to a map, found all the different locations that were also words. Yes. Yes. 
and then wrote them jokes. <laughs> and then wrote himself there. Earned them out. Can I just say that, like, these are just awful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> these are, but, but, like, you know what I mean, right? Like, these weren't even good when they were, like, relevant to, to society, you know? Like, as a kid, I hated these fucking things. I loved these books when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, I yeah. could not stand this. Oh, I thought shit. it was so clever. It's so cringy. Even as a kid, this is fucking cringy. My grandparents would like always have like a couple of these to leave with the other books in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. like there's like crosswords and red books and also some like kidsy joke books. Yep. Um, there was always those books. Like, and they, and that, that would be the book that would always be checked out of the school library is the joke book. Oh, yeah. It's, it's sort of like if books were food, like this is like a gummy vitamin, you know? <laughs> like you're tricking me into reading something that sounds good, but it's not. Because it, all of this is just bad. Like it's, it's uncomfortable and cringy. I guess my question... I would, San Diego, yeah, Jeff. I would love to know what the writing process is for Jovial Bob when writing jokes like this. Because he has said like in one of the, in one of the uh, behind the screams that how does he come up with this ideas, I guess. And he says he starts back. He starts, he starts at the end. He starts like... The, he had the example is like the the ghost wolf howls at midnight. And he goes, well, why does it howl at midnight? And he works backwards from there, which is logical. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. I, if that's true for, the, for this shit, like, holy fuck, like, that can go awry very quick. And yeah, I mean, we read Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes. Yeah. That's, so that, That's the greatest example of somebody writing the ending and trying to work their way to it. Yeah. Also, I think the same, probably the same way with Let's Get Invisible. <laughs> like, there's always a disconnect, and I guess this is the best form of R.L. Stein because there's not much... You can it's Yeah, read. there's no fat on this. There's no fat. <laughs> if you want to know what it's like to read most R.L. Stein stories... Yeah, this is basically it. There is my I do have it I have it highlighted and then maybe it's the last one we'll say for the actual jokes, but there is one joke in here that I actually think is is good. Okay. 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 All right. Pam, why are you doing the backstroke? Sam, I just had lunch and I don't want to swim on a full stomach. <laughs> right? I mean, he's got a point. Visually and, and logically. It's not bad. It's not he it has a point. Yeah. It's, it's it's not just punning. I didn't want to sew in a full stomach. Conceptually, and I could see some jokester in my own personal life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. using that as their their their. I mean, their, that's very much in the same camp as the sitting Statue of Liberty. This like, is that is a joke that if you go to an open mic, rest in peace, open mics, and there is like the sixty. No, don't let them rest in peace. <laughs> some of these jokes are the jokes that like a sixty-year-old guy who goes and does like the first open mic ever because they think they're funny. These are the types of jokes that they like would pull out. More racist and sexual at times, yeah. but what do you call a very young dog that travels around the world? <laughs> it's such it's such a long. Uh, what do you call a very young dog that travels around oh, the world? A flying pupper. Um. A puppy. You fucking idiot. I got, I got close. Okay. I got you, you fucking moron. I fucking got you. Pupper. He fucking got you. That's like 75%. Oh, shit, you got pranked. No, Subverted no. your expectations. No. You got to load in an air horn for this one. Bah, 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 bah. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and then put a photo of Danielle up that says a big stamp comes on. God, got me. <laughs> Fucking got her. Got R.L. Steined. I mean, you got Steined. Seriously, that is kind of his thing. Like, he likes to prank people. Like, even in in this book, it's supposed to be kind of pranky. 
and all well, of is the Well, is the prank in the in the jokes or is the prank in the idea that that someone got you this? Like did someone is me getting this the goof? <laughs> As as an adult, yeah. Well, no, as an adult, for somebody knowing that we do an R.L. Stein-based podcast, it's fine. be an actual gift. I'm going to go to eBay real quick. I just want to see how much these Yeah, are. I wonder if they're rare. Do you think I can just search by R.L. Stein? Or I... Type in Jovial Bob Stein. Jovial. Jovial Bob Stein. Jovial Bob Stein. All right, all right. Um, 101 cafeteria jokes, five bucks. Wow. Okay. 101 wacky kid jokes, mm-hmm. 99 cents. And that came out in 1988, which is a year after New Girl. Yeah. Whoa, he was still joking while he was goosebumping. He's still joking today, Danielle. Miami Mice, $10. What is Miami Mice? Can you show me what, tell me what, describe the cover for me. It's two mice jumping in the air, clicking their heels together. All right. Well, that helps. Um, Not at all. 101 vacation jokes, $3. Oh, wow. And then there's a book called, oh, Space Books, the book. Space Baseball's the book. Space the book, $4.10. No bids. Aww. The Amazing Adventures of Me, Myself, and I by Jovial Bob Stein, $8. You know, I bet in like 50 years they'll be worth more than that. I absolutely guarantee that most people wouldn't have clocked that this is the same Person. No, no, not no. at all. You have to like, you have to Google, you have to wiki R.L. Stein, and then you find out. Yeah, you have to be a true fan. I don't want to tell anybody how to spend their money. You know, I just, I just don't. Um, I will say though, don't get these. <laughs> but now, hold on, hold on. There is a book here without a cover called Son of Furry by Jovial Bob Stein. And I what? Love that. Yeah. What? I don't want that. I definitely a thousand percent want that. Oh my God. What is it? Uh, I guess, I guess the idea is, is like, yeah, uh, like, you know, what's really interesting. And, and, and this is something I think that maybe we should kind of consider is like that, that he was, a, that he started off as a humorist and moved into horror. That's not the most buck wild no. transition. They're actually, quite close in terms of like because i think because I, I think i was like a jordan peele mm-hmm, exactly he's a, he does horror movies and shit now and and uh, like i i think the new twilight zone wasn't very good but but he wasn't the soul no 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 but he, i mean like get out was good and, yeah and that's because like jokes are taking something and turning it on its head while horror is taking something and taking it to its most extreme possibility right so there's not that much it's just a difference of uh, scale, yeah. Mostly and intent, I suppose. Yeah, and intent, sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, and that's sort of like, I mean, they're they're, jo- I mean, they're just joke books. So it's like, uh, kids' joke books just historically are just not. They're, they're they're literally not worth the paper they're printed on. They're trash. I googled. I was curious. Uh, I googled how many books has Arl Stein written. Oh yeah. How many? Um, you don't want to trust Google on this one. It's not. It's not inaccurate necessarily. It says at least thirty-one. Oh come on! Yeah, anyone could tell you that. Which Google. honestly sounds like a joke from the book that it we really just does. read. It really does. I hope that was him. So these, yeah, this was a peek into the other side of R.L. Stein. Jovial Bob Stein. His, his, uh, his, the hide to his Dr. Jekyll. Indeed. You know, what's interesting is he recently released a completely new book and a completely new series based on the Garbage Patch Kids. And 
the images garbage pill kids are, are nightmarish horrific might have to get that well, one for the next mini book I, I saw i saw a quote not from that book i saw a quote where he was speaking about another horror book he wrote recently and he described a scene from it which sounded horrendous he was like I wrote this and I went a little further than I usually go because now he can do whatever the hell he wants. He wrote that there's a scene where a horse eats a man. What? <laughs> oh shit. What? Isn't that scary sounding? <laughs> For kids? What book is this? I don't I gotta I have to find it out again. Yeah, but, you do. But yeah, well maybe we'll look at that one. It's it's a more recent and I don't think it's a goosebumps. It's just like a He a, just he just writes horror books yeah. now if he wants. It's just a side horror story and he just said in the interview a horse eats a guy. A horse eats oh a God. guy, oh which my in God. my head I'm like that is the scariest thing. Yeah, it's the scariest thing until you see the cover of the Garbage Pail Kids and then you'll never sleep. But uh right. whew. Well that was well, hope you guys enjoyed a peek into R.L. Stein yeah, Apocrypha. Versatile guy. Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off of the album Hit and Run. Uh, it's a great song by a great band. Uh, you can check them out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. Uh, next episode is coming out in a week, week's time. Um, that one we are actually doing a, a Ghost of Fear Street. Uh, the don't get sick at Granny's, which is don't ever get sick don't ever get sick at Granny's. Get the title right. I believe it's Fear Street sixteen. Ghost of Fear Street sixteen, which if you don't know what Ghost of Fear Street is, you're the young, about to it's find young, out. it's young adult, it's young adult goosebumps um, as opposed to kids goosebumps. This one is bonkers, bonkers. Um, and uh, any other? Well, we also leave us review on iTunes, which some people. Have and I, I believe we have some sort of contract obligation. We have a contractual obligation. That if someone leaves a positive review, then one of our RL Steins will leave them a message for their, I don't know, phone or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't wait. Where'd Danielle go? Oh, shit. She gets, she scurries away and I can't find out where she is. Well, hello, which is I, the Stein. Oh, God. Wait, I'm sorry. Are we speaking with RL Stein or are we speak with Jovial Bob? I right go now? by the Stein. Oh no! I just it's, said it. Oh, I don't know why it's so hard for you to come? Uh, well, hey, the Stein. Um, can you please give a positive? Uh, uh, I guess shout out. And I just want to shout out, Catty Girl with three R's, Catty Girl. <laughs> 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 who left us a five-star review and said our podcast was fun and uh, and that we should keep it up, and we appreciate that. Well, as long as we continue to be funded by you, R.L. Stein. I'm sorry, The Stein. The Stein. The Stein. The Stein. Mean, which, as we we usually don't disclose finances, but like this podcast has about an $80 million grant from your organization. We have a pretty huge You are deficit. suckling at my teat as we speak. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love the ponies. This <laughs> <laughs> podcast. We love the ponies. Oh, well, 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 the Stein. Thank you for coming in to give that shout out. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, and thank you for continuing to make books. You know, it's my gift. Yeah, and I try to give back. God has graced me. Yeah, but you make people pay for the books. Just yeah, so you do make people pay for the books. Um, be on your way, please. Be on, please, wow. please be on. Wow. Your way. He's got the fuck out I'm of sorry. Here. Do you not want money ever again? I'm sure. I'm, I and also do not uh, do not tell Katie girl that we said this. We will get in so much trouble because of. Oh yeah, we yeah. got this RL Stein in get... here. <laughs> <laughs> Stein was one of the good ones. No. 
I would say uh, this is the part where we typically read a final passage, but um, I we bet did, you got something, Joe. You know what? Um, Give us a final joke. Let's get a final joke. <laughs> <laughs> did the oh God, this is so bad. Yes. Did the shark have a good vacation? No, because he can't swim backward. Uh, the answer, in fact, is yes. It was very enjoyable. Wait, 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 wait. It wasn't fantastic. Fuck off. You could have just said it was Jawsome. And that would have predated Street Sharks. <laughs> My name is Jojo. I have a PhD. I'm Danielle, and I am smart now. I'm Jeff, and I am the funniest person alive from reading his book. This is Geese Bumps Mini Bump. And until next time, stay out of the Mercury retrograde got you down. Do you need to laugh with or at someone? Do you like your social issues discussed with a side of Cardi B and forensic files references? Well, thanks, I hate it. It's here for you. And let me tell you more. Hi, I'm Brittany. And I'm Windsor. And we're the hosts of a weekly podcast that discusses social issues, throws shade at unsuspecting targets, and drinks from the bottom shelf. If you need a good laugh, subscribe to Thanks, I Hate It, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks, I Hate It is brought to you by the minds of two somethings who make way too many pop culture references, even in the most obscure ways that they have no business being in. Thanks, I Hate It will not cure your 2020 blues, but will give you a heavy dose of laughter to help lessen the pain.